I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. So I decided that I was going to record a podcast episode on confidence. And then I woke up this morning and I felt like the biggest flukin failure there ever was. You know, sometimes it just be like that. Like we wake up and for some reason the anxiety is high and we focus on all of the goals that we haven't met, especially as the year is coming to a close. There's just this collective pressure that seems to penetrate most people. It's that marker in the sand of did you do, did you embody, did you experience what you had hoped for when you set your intentions for the year the year prior? And so I don't put that much pressure on myself, I think. For the most part, I walk around kind of celebrating the fact that I woke up and fed myself well and, you know, saw my clients and did a little work for my future goals. For the most part, moved my body like, yeah, I'm pretty excited when I can um, function and stay organized and see my friends and all the things that we hope to do. And even though I think time is completely made up because time and the clock was made up by a man, go see the collapsing time episode if you want to recreate a better relationship with time. But I still feel that pressure with the new year. And so before I dive into how I have built my confidence, I want to start with what I do when my confidence is really hurting and when I'm having a hard time connecting to that most confident clear, grounded version of myself. Because even the most confident women have these days where they feel like they're letting everyone down, where they feel like they don't know which direction to take. And I want to share some things that I've learned over the years that are 90% effective to get me back into my body and get me back into connection with that woman who has a really positive self-image. So I'm going to share those tips and then we're going to go into the number one way that I have built my confidence over the last six years specifically since starting my business. And this is going to help if you're an entrepreneur and you really want to connect with that part of you that believes that your success is inevitable that your destiny is abundance, is love, is deep friendships, is fulfilling relationships. And this is also for you if you're not an entrepreneur and you really just want to walk with more of a strut. You want to believe people when they say, wow, you're really smart, you're really creative, you're really beautiful, you're a great writer, whatever it is, you want to be able to Feel that praise from others and allow it to really penetrate your heart and open your heart 
You want to look into the mirror and give yourself that praise and recognition that you deserve. If those things sound like something that you want to you want to mess with, then keep listening. Okay, so starting with what to do when you wake up and you feel like a big fat failure, which is literally what I felt like today. And honestly, this podcast recording, it was giving me such anxiety. But then I remembered that if I'm just honest, then there's nothing to be shameful or weird about. Because if I came on this podcast like, oh my goodness, this is how I'm going to tell you how I've built all this confidence. But the reality is, is that I woke up this morning in a complete spiral feeling like a big old loser. Then And then I came on here and shared what I had prepared in my head yesterday when it was a whole different world and I was feeling so confident. I would feel completely out of integrity and honestly kind of gross. And so now I'm just going to tell you what I did to get myself back into my body, back into a place where I do feel confident enough to hop on here and share this with you. And then I'll share those other things. Okay, so first thing is movement before you turn off this podcast and say, oh my God, if one more person tells me when I'm not feeling good or I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling not confident to move, I'm going to freak out. I get it. I understand. But do we actually do it? Because this morning I wanted to just lay in my bed and mope about why for some reason things just feel so much harder for me. But I got up and I went to, I went on class pass. I booked a weightlifting workout class because I need to prove to myself that I can do something. And that is the biggest key, and we'll get more to this later, of confidence and building your self-image is completing tasks and doing the things that you say that you're going to do. And when you're not feeling confident, you need to have a win. And so if you can push your body just a little bit, whether it's a yoga flow, a longer walk than normal, a few sprints, the sprints sound horrible to me, a harder Pilates class. For me, I've gotten back into weightlifting and it's felt really good because when they say like, okay, it's a group fitness class and it's really fun and there's like remixes of Cher and Madonna and it's just really great. Reach out if you live in New York and I'll tell you where it is. When they say, okay, push like, you know, grab a 30 pound weight if you were out of 25 and I do it and then I can even get one rep. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, I'm not a failure. I actually can push myself and exceed my own expectations, even if that's the only thing I do for 45 minutes. And then obviously there's a ton of science about endorphins with moving, but I really love a group fitness class because when I sit there, I feel a little bit embarrassed. And so I'm way more motivated to actually keep up with the class and push myself because the instructor's staring at me and everybody else is around me. So I booked a class this morning and I skipped meditation in the morning. I skipped journaling because, yes, I'm all for being with your feelings. But I think in the world that we live in right now, we intellectualize our feelings so much. And that doesn't always help. Sometimes the best thing that we can do, I would say most of the time, the best thing that we can do is actually get out of our heads, not deeper into it with meditation and journaling. There's a place for that. And I have a daily practice with both. But when I'm feeling really anxious or really not confident in myself, the last thing I want to do is be more intimate with myself. That's just the reality. And so starting with that movement really helped to get me back into my body and give me a little bit of a win. 
Okay, next is I love bombed. So one of the best things that I think that we can do when we're feeling not confident in ourselves is to spread love to someone else. And so after the workout class, I texted three people specific things about what I'm celebrating in them, what I'm seeing in them. A girlfriend of mine, she's a mom. I told her how much of an amazing mom I think she is, what a good job she's doing. I have another girlfriend who's going through a really, really hard time. And I just messaged her and was like, I'm holding this vision for you with ease. I know this season is so hard and I know it's really hard to see that on the other side of this, you're going to have so much joy and peace and calm and relaxation and love. But I'm going to hold that vision for you until you get there. And I even called my mom, which I will say like my mom is not the person that I go to when I'm feeling low. She knows this. And it's because she doesn't always give me the nurturing that I'm really looking for. And I've just learned that she's not that person that I go to to kind of hype me up or gas me up and when I need it. But I called her because I know that when I call her and just tell her about my life, she's thrilled. And she is so grateful that I called her, um, especially on a weekend. She always is like, call me on the weekend. I want to hear what you're doing. But I just like, you know, calling parents is sometimes just not what we want to do. And so I called her and I was like, just talk for like 10, 15 minutes. And we did. And I like just told her about all the things I've been doing in life and friends I've been seeing and projects I'm working on. And she was so thrilled. And so that also felt really good. And so, yeah, spread the love. And when you're spreading the love, you automatically are in it. And it's very hard to experience self-love when we're in these states of self-criticism. And so a lot of, you know, self-love jargon is like affirmations and tell yourself how beautiful you are and how confident, how capable. But that is the hardest thing to do when we are in a shame spiral. But it's really easy to go spread that love to other people and then oh my gosh, best hack ever. Now all of a sudden I'm in the love and they're going to give that love back to you with their gratitude for taking a moment to call or send them that text message. And really you're just getting out of your own BS and it's highly, highly effective. Okay, so two more things that I did and I have like a hundred different things that I use to get me out of a funk, but I'm just going to go over these four. So the third one is going to be a little intuition walk. And so even if you live in a really small town and you don't live in New York City or L.A. or somewhere where there's a lot to see and a lot to do, I want you to just take a walk, even if it's cold, bundle, and even if it's only for 15 minutes, take your headphones out. You don't need more information coming at you right now. And you definitely don't need to be on Instagram where everybody is, you know, posting about how amazing they're doing when you're not feeling confident. I promise you that'll make it worse. So anyways, no phone, no headphones, and just take a little walk and walk from your intuition. What does that mean? So don't have a plan. Let your intuition completely guide the route that you take. Even if it's a route that you've taken before, let your intuition guide the pace, guide where you want to turn. I have found the most incredible things on my intuition walks, flowers that I've never seen before, beautiful little birds. When I was living in California, I found this entire beach that I didn't even know existed. It kind of felt like a private beach, but it wasn't private. And the only reason I found it is because I decided to take this really long alleyway 
that in retrospect was honestly kind of creepy, but my intuition was like, go. And then I found this gate and then I found these stairs that led to other stairs. And then I was on this gorgeous beach that I ended up going to all the time just because I made and set the intention of I'm going to let my intuition guide this walk. Fourth thing is create a feel good folder. And so when we are in a shame spiral, we're feeling like big doo-doo. Really, Sam, there wasn't a better word that you could say for that. But when we're not feeling good, one of the best things that we can do is to read the nice things that people have said about us. And as a coach and as a podcast host, I'm very fortunate in the sense that I get a lot of really beautiful, really genuine feedback in the form of client testimonials or things that clients are sharing with me about our sessions or about the progress that we're making and podcast reviews or DMs. I'm very fortunate in the sense that my job allows me to have really rich connections and also receive a lot of reflections about the work that I do and the impact that my voice and my heart is making on the world. So if you're not an entrepreneur and you don't get that type of feedback on posts or podcasts or whatever it is, there are, I am sure, text messages from friends from your birthday cards or Christmas cards or whatever it is, maybe a letter that somebody has written you. And all of those things should be screenshotted or take a photo of them and put them into a folder on your phone. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I promise you it is so important because when your identity is feeling like you are kind of just like not contributing and you are failing at life, this folder is your savior. And honestly, I have a lot of resistance in going to that folder when I'm feeling not confident because it's almost like my identity feels so much disconnected from the person that received those compliments or that recognition or reflections that I'm like, oh, I don't want to go in that folder. I don't even know that who that girl is that has made such a positive impact. But I force myself to and I read it and I allow myself to just take it in. And it really does remind me who the heck I am. I am Samantha Bove. I am here to spread love. I am showing up even when I feel cringy about it, even when I feel scared. And I am making an impact. And I promise you, you are too. Now, if you don't have the type of community that puts in writing or handwritten what an impact you make, then this is your sign to start communicating more with the people in your friends, in your family circle about the things that you love about them and seeing them. And that is how you shift the entire culture of your community. So it starts with you Be more expressive about the love that you feel in your heart for the people around you. And I promise you, they will start to do the same for you. And that really does start to build your own self image. When people are mirroring and reflecting back to you, your greatness, your wisdom, your strengths, your gifts, your talents, and then you get a chance to sit back and receive that, oof, talk about building confidence. So those are the four things that I did to help shake my lack of confidence, self-loathing feels from this morning. And now we're going to end with the biggest thing that you can do to build your self-confidence. And that is to do the things that you say you're going to do. You may have heard this before, and it sounds really easy, but I want to make it really practical for you because what I often see happening with myself 
and with clients is that we set these big, big goals of like launching a business or uh, I don't know, my friends are not trying to lose weight anymore. Um, <laughs> natural bodies are in and forever here to stay, but say lose 30 pounds if that is in your in your path right now. These big, big goals. And then, or yeah, go to Pilates five days a week or yoga or, oh, meditate 20 minutes a day, whatever it is. And then we don't reach them because, duh, of course, we're not going to reach them. They're way too big. And then we feel bad about it and we shame ourselves for it. So what I want to invite you to do to guaranteed, guaranteed build your self-confidence is to find things that are fun for you to do, not that you don't want to do. For some reason, we always are making these big goals about things that we don't really want to do, but we think we should. And then we wonder why we're not that confident because, well, we don't want to do the things <laughs> um, and then we don't do them and then we feel bad about it. Instead of that, Find things in your life that would be really fun for you to do, okay? And not watch two hours of Netflix. No, fun, creative things for you to do that you promise yourself that you will finish. For example, that you will finish, emphasis on the word finish, completion. I have the hardest time completing things. About a year ago, I decided to accept that I struggle completing things. I have no problem starting a million things and having an endless amount of ideas. I am so hard at, fin it is so hard for me to finish things. I also think that's probably what makes me a great business coach because I don't have to finish the things my clients do. I get to just give them the path and like give them all of the inspiration, give them the strategy, help them build their spirit to fulfill that spirit, to fulfill that strategy and execute on that strategy, but then I don't actually have to finish any of the things. They do. <laughs> Obviously, I finish a lot. You're listening to this, so I, I finished this podcast, um, but it's really, really hard for me. I don't find it fun to finish things. I just want to start. So you can do it. Find something fun. Example, little things that I have started to do and that are present for me right now that I know I'm doing because I think they're fun, but honestly, I'm also doing to build my self-confidence in the area of I'm an artist, I'm a creative, I'm a community builder, okay? And those couple of projects are, one, I decided that I wanted to make a holiday card. I love holiday cards. I know they're corny, like, you know, people put their whole families on them. And they're like, you know, Merry Christmas 2024, love Jed and, and Mary and Susie and Tim. I just think they're so cute. We used to get so many of them when I was little and I really looked forward to them because some people like always took them on a vacation or we had one family that always took it on their yearly cruise and we had another family that took it on um, motorcycles. So it was just like really fun and something I always looked forward to. And so I was like, okay, I really want to send a holiday card this year. But what I've been really into is collaging. But with collaging, I'm not really doing anything with the pieces that I make. And so I love to actually have a project that I can complete because it'll build my self-confidence as an artist. And so I decided I was going to design a holiday card in the size of a postcard but like with all of my vintage magazines. And it'll be like a 2024 card and it'll have subliminal messages about the year that I experienced. And then on the back, I'll write something about my year and how the person that I'm sending it to made a specific impact on me and just how much I love them and like may all of our dreams come true together in 2024. 
And so I had this idea and I said, okay, I'm going to finish this. I finished it. They're all shipped out now and it's already early December and there's 40 going out and I can't wait for people to have this. For people who are interested, I scanned it, went to my local printer, scanned it once I made it. And then he uh, put the text on the back, sized it in a postcard, and then just got envelopes, got everybody's addresses and shipped them out. This could seem like a task that is just like, why? <laughs> like, why do I need to do this? Why are you telling me about this? Because if I want to feel confident in the area of being an artist, of being a creative, then I can't sit around here and wait until somebody's buying my art. I just have to be an artist and make art. I think so many times we're trying to build our confidence in areas where we think that we're going to get paid or that, you know, has to do with like business or with the way that we look when really like think about what qualities inside of you you really want to develop in and then create fun little projects and tasks and challenges with yourself so that you actually see yourself as someone who got it done, as someone who does these things. Another example is I love to build community. And for the last few years, I've mostly built my community online because it's been easier because of the pandemic. And now that I'm rooted in a place and I feel really good in the city that I'm living in, it's really important for me to build that in-person community. And so I decided I wanted to have um, dinner parties and host them like at least once every couple of months and curate an intimate group of women where I invite one person I know and then they invite someone else that I've never met. And I do that with three people or four people. And then there's seven or eight people. That's honestly as much as I could fit in my kitchen, if that and curate themed, really beautiful dinners. And so this gives me a chance to work on different areas that I really want to develop some confidence in. So one is my cooking. I used to cook a ton. And then the last couple of years, it just hasn't been something I've prioritized. I've been traveling a lot and moving around a lot. So it gives me a chance to make some new recipes and just try. I love curating experiences, beautiful experiences. I want to be known as someone who is, you know, can make a space more beautiful, who has that eye, who knows how to tinker with, you know, placing a piece of bread on a doily with white roses or whatever it is. And now I'm on Pinterest and I'm finding all these beautiful inspirations and a color palette. And I already am thinking about the dinner that I want to host for Valentine's Day and how it could be really chic and gorgeous. And I made little dinner invitations with little sketches of wine bottles and cheese boards and you know, made a very intentional list of women, some that I'm close with, some that I'm not. And I'm going to have little cards that are little conversation starters and prompts to allow us to go deeper and build intimacy. And this is something that I've wanted to do for years. Like I want to be known as someone who brings incredible people together and that curates really beautiful experiences and knows how to do these things. And the only way I'll know how to do it is to do it. And so I picked the date, I sent the messages, and now I have to do it. And on some days, is it kind of stressing me out? Do I necessarily have time for this? No. But if I want to build my confidence as someone who does things like this, I have no choice. And also, it's really fun. So I am really looking forward to it. And so I will leave you with, if you start to practice what I've shared with you, 
and you're realizing, oh, I actually like I said I was going to do this and this entire process has been really crappy and I actually don't want to finish the thing that I said I wanted to do. I encourage you, as long as the timeline isn't super long, like if it's less than a month, I encourage you to finish the project and then learn from it. That's it. Don't just stop because then you are reaffirming that you are somebody who doesn't finish things and that is going to eat, it, eat at your confidence. So if the thing that you picked is like torturing you, I mean, it shouldn't be. So <laughs> don't pick things that you think are going to torture you. I think you know yourself better than that. Honestly, though, I've gotten into some projects that I thought were going to be fun and were kind of torturous. But my encouragement is to finish them, even if they're not that fun. And then just don't do it again and really ask yourself, okay, what qualities did this bring about in me? What qualities in me that I didn't love in this experience or that I may be rejecting? And then see if you can find a project or an experience or a little challenge for yourself that, you know, you can be a bit more gentle with maybe where the stakes are lower. And if the sound of this feels is bringing up your perfectionist, invite her in and let her know that she is not the star of the show, that the point of doing things like this is not to be perfect, is not to be an award-winning collage artist or Martha Stewart. The point is to show up for yourself and to give yourself a shot and to build confidence in the areas within your soul that you know you are meant to in this lifetime. Yeah, so if you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who is right now in their life looking to build their confidence and build their self-image. What a loving thing that you can do is to share these words with somebody and share your belief in them and share it to your Instagram if you enjoyed it as well tag at she's too much and at samantha.both and in the new year things are getting very witchy things are getting really fun i will be um having a course out sometime in january or february and if you are creative and you are looking to tap more into your creativity connect with your intuition become a channel for divine inspiration in your life in your art in your business in your relationships that sounds like ooh. You know, I said the word titillating the other day as a complete joke to my sister. And she was like, never say that again. You sound like the pervious, grossest person on the planet. But I, I think it's really funny to say. But anyways, if this sounds tantalizing, that's way better to you. Then send me a DM. Start the conversation. I'll share more um, before we actually formally launch. And head over to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition to download your free three weekend activities that you can do this weekend to help strengthen your intuition. As always, I'm sending you so much love. This is such a joy and I'll see you next week. Bye.